Hello, everyone, and welcome back to To Have and To Roll. I am Daft Prodigy, joined as always by my beautiful husband, Rain Zero. You are listening to Session 70, Masters of Discretion. We are joined once more this session by our good friend Mike, also known as the Prince of Spades. We are so grateful to have had the opportunity to play this game with Mike after benefiting from his GM skills for years. We'll have more information on where else you can find the Prince of Spades at the end of the session. This session also features sound effects by Sirenscape and music by Michael Gelfi Audio. More on those also at the end of the session. Now, let's head back to Fair Verona, where we lay our scene on Curse of the Crimson Throne. Beautiful wife. Hello, beautiful husband. And hello, beautiful, beautiful Mike. guest. Hello, beautiful couple. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh. Welcome back for the third and final appearance. After this, you'll never work in this podcast again. <laughs> oh, no. No, it a, it's lovely to have you on. No, uh, I mean it. Oh, Jeff means it. Uh, oh, oh, shit. She's serious. <laughs> Mmm, serious. We we are now coming back uh, to the underwater civilization of Verona. Fair Verona. Where we lay our scene. Uh, <laughs> where Mike ha- has been playing uh, the king of Verona. The father of Ophelia. King Caliban. King Caliban. Yes. And the stumbler upon of one giant mess mm-hmm. really though i i think calling it a mess is a bit of an understatement at this point yes yeah a little bit yeah massacre yeah, so what yeah. happened massacre in fair verona where we lay our scene well mike <laughs> so at the end of the first not the first first session but the end of like the first uh, recording session that we were doing uh, we ended up being surrounded by a bunch of uh, possessed townsfolk if you will and uh, we had to quickly dispatch them using non-lethal means yeah we mm. made haste back to the palace where we wanted to restore the uh first of the what were we calling them again guardian stones ward stones there ward we go stones. Stones. we were then a- yes. accosted by three of the guards who turned out to be abolets in disguise dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. one of which i slew almost immediately by stabbing it straight in the face amazing uh, one of one of which smacked lenore uh, with its tentacle and made her arm turn all mucusy. 
and, and lowered her constitution score. Yeah. And lowered her constitution score. And then Caliban was like, we, we can't have that. And healed her. <laughs> yeah. Without actually touching her. That was the end. Uh, we then proceeded to start attacking this unholy abomination. This look, thing looks like if an Ableth had a bigger mouth and shark fangs. <laughs> My aura of justice point? came in a lot of handy. Yes. Just getting all the smites in. Yes. Oh, yes. Um, <laughs> oh, another another fun fact. Um, when we came into the room, uh, the creature said intruders, uh, which triggered three symbols on the ceiling uh, that were drawn in the shape of three hags uh, in, in the uh, maiden mother crone coven sort of situation. And we recognize the crone uh, as Ivica. Ivica. Uh, the sea hag we had dealt with in um, uh, the Jagari River yes. uh, at the beginning of Some Book Two, ago. so that so this creature is working with the coven of sea hags that has been fucking with Ophelia's life yes. and uh, trying to take over the uh, city and succeeding by measures. Uh- <laughs> yeah, it seems like they've been doing pretty well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, and upon killing the the creature. The veil and mirage arcana wore off, and what originally appeared to be um, a library with a bunch of bookshelves was revealed to be quite, quite a mass grave. Yep. Um, the Basically, everybody that had tried to stop it, that had learned what it did, came here and uh, murdered horribly. Mm-hmm. And um, we, ser- quickly searching through the bodies, we found a body of the Oracle using his uh, ultimate mercy. Caliban was able to spend 10 uses of his lay on hands and take a negative mm-hmm. level and cast yes. raise dead. That was so cool. On the Oracle. On the Oracle. And the Oracle was able to resurrect Ophelia. Yay. So we are back now with Ophelia revived. Yes. Um, I believe she is now getting dressed again. Yes. Uh, um, we did some tearful hugging. Mm-hmm. Uh, Damien would like to make a knowledge check to see if he can figure out the fuck that thing was. Sure. That'd be knowledge, uh, dungeoneering, I believe. Knowledge dungeoneering. Oh, <laughs> oh that was not great. Um, 21. You have no idea what that thing was. <laughs> Some sort of fish thing related uh, to Abloth somehow. Ooh, Squelch also has knowledge engineering. Let's see if she knows. Uh, or dungeoneering. I, every time I mean to say knowledge dungeoneering and I say knowledge engineering. This is what happens when you play Iron Gods for four years. Okay. Uh, and you go to any other adventure path and you, and you never use, any other never use engineering. <laughs> and never use knowledge engineering again. Come on, Squelch. 27? You have no idea what this is. With okay, let's see if anybody else can help. Ophelia, Ophelia has a plus six to knowledge dungeoneering. She, well, Ophelia <laughs> would be getting it at a minus five because nobody else knows what it is. Well, uh, she does aid with a nineteen total. So you guys, we're collectively, at thirty-one. You guys collectively, uh, as you all are putting your heads together, like, um, <laughs> like, like, Squatch is like, Squatch is like, is it a kraken? Is it, no, no, those are like octopuses. Like, uh, is it, a? Uh, is it, 
uh, Charybdis? No, 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 no. That's 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 like a whirlpool thing. Uh, and then like, if we put our heads together, won't that hurt? <laughs> and together, you are able to like talking about various myths that you've heard. Uh, come come up with that. This is a thing called a veiled master. Oh. Uh, Aboliths are among the oldest of the world's denizens, creatures that trace their presence back to the deepest reaches of the world's oceans, to times far before humanity came to dwell upon the globe, or before even most deities turned their attention to this tiny sphere of water and stone. In those ah. ancient times, only elder forces and eldritch entities knew of the world. Even the gods were dismissed and ignored by the Abolith race, for while they were not gods as we know them today... Abolites knew themselves capable, given time, of anything the gods could accomplish. And the Abolites have always had time. Mm. During an ancient era when Abolites manipulated humanity like puppets, some of their kind disguised themselves to walk among their pets, veiling themselves with magic to appear as humanoids. Ah. These were the veiled masters. Makes sense. If one were to foolishly attempt to impose human hierarchies on this alien race, Veiled masters would be considered the nobility among their Aboleth kin. In truth, while Aboleths do treat veiled masters with utmost respect and defer to their decisions, they are not regarded as the rulers of the race. Stranger and still more dangerous entities rule over veiled masters from the deepest trenches below the sea. <gasps> Aboleths are undoubtedly skilled at domination and illusion, but veiled masters are the true experts of the arcane. Veiled masters engineer the deceptions and manipulations of ancient humanity's culture. Their hidden gifts and subtle coaxings did much to encourage humanity's first rise to glory in that age. And in many of those first empires, veiled masters walking among the pop uh veiled masters walking among the populace, whispering in their leaders' ears. The people uh, knew the veiled masters as powerful wizards, and there were murmurs that the mysterious cabal was more than human, but few suspected the truth for very long. The veiled masters quelled such suspicions by doing violence to the bodies and minds of those who proved too curious. Really? <laughs> yes. When the Veiled Masters first learned of humanity's growing hubris, of their belief that they were the great that they were greater than their patrons, these manipulators punished humanity. At first, the punishments were minor. Yet, to the Veiled Masters' surprise and frustration, they only strengthened humanity's resolve. In the end, destruction was deemed the answer. And as human culture fell into ruins, the Veiled Masters retreated into the depths of the sea, content for now that the devastation above would serve as a lesson that would never be forgotten. Today, Veiled Masters live on. They walk among the humanoid races again, watching and waiting. The time to teach a new lesson, drawing ever near. Uh, they are 14 feet in length and weigh 1,500 pounds. <laughs> Squelch looks at the corpse. That's about right. <laughs> you don't know anything else about Veiled Little Masters. shorter than average. Uh, <laughs> so, um, this one's about fifteen feet. These are what? This one's about fourteen feet. Oh yeah, yeah. Thirteen foot ten. <laughs> probably, probably insecure about it. Probably don't want to take take a picture next to this one. You need a bigger one. <laughs> Put this up on your wall and people go, yeah, I've seen bigger. Oh, I could not put this on our Tinder profile. <laughs> Goodness. Pose with your swords like men pose with fish on their Tinder profiles. 
Yes. <laughs> Incredible. <sighs> um, and yeah, you don't really know anything else about Veiled Masters. Clearly very powerful in the arcane arts. Big bad Aboleth. Not leaders, but like lieutenants. Yes. Um, but yeah, uh, about now, Ophelia would be able to be dressed again. It's so much harder to do all these straps underwater. <laughs> Hello. Oh, little minnow. Hi, now, does Ophelia have like any other family here, or um, is it just is it just Caliban? I think she she has some sisters uh, who uh, might be out and about doing things that will make their father proud. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, as uh, as Ophelia comes out uh, of the bedroom, um, Damien will uh, swim forward and envelop her in a big hug. Uh, I would like to roll for uh, roll a charisma check for the uh, for quality of the is. hug. Uh, just a d20. I love rolling a d20 for the quality of the hug. It's an eight. You know, it's, he's underwater, but somehow his hands still manage to feel a little clammy. Wow. <laughs> He's he's been through a lot today. Uh, Ophelia hugs him back as he holds on a little too long. She sort of pats him on the shoulder, like, "Okay, okay, it's okay." He's he's crying a little bit. It's okay. Aww. It's okay. Hugs all around. Uh, Lenore. Hey, what's up? You have this feeling, that, like while all this is going on, that uh, tonight's gonna be a good night. No, the opposite. Uh-oh. There while this is going on, you know, obviously it's very nice having Ophelia back, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. There is this feeling though as if it's almost like you left a window open somewhere in the back of your mind. Uh-oh. You, you just keep having this feeling like, you know, like a did I leave the stove on or like something Wait. Stoves don't work underwater. I shouldn't be worried about that. I was just about to say. There, there's something in the back of your mind that is open, accessible. That shouldn't be. Does anybody have like a, a hat made out of tinfoil or something? <laughs> What's tinfoil? Something you use like, on the surface? Yeah, it keeps things from being exposed to the air. Uh, I guess. Uh, Why would you? Oh, right. Yeah. Uh, Here's like a problem. It, horrible, corrosive substance air. <laughs> I felt it on my flesh. It's uncomfortable. <laughs> Not like good, safe water. Salt water. Yes, salt water. Nice and safe. Not like good, safe salt water full of microbes. Never, never corrupted anything, that salt water. <laughs> yes. Completely unlike sand. Don't like sand. Gets a, I hate sand. It's all grainy. Dad, are you going on about sand again? No. Um, uh, go to your room. I, I'm already here. Uh, go to my room. Um, I, I missed you. I missed you too, little minnow. Oh. 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 Hug again. I'm guessing because we're both so happy to see each other, there's not, and and because all of this stuff has happened already, there's not going to be any additional punishment for anything that may mm. or may not have occurred. Caliban kind of gives a 
nervous look to everyone. I, I, I may have heard that you wanted to impose the death penalty on my friends. That was not my decision to make. I levied for a lighter sentence, which was to serve as my servants in restoring some of the damage that had been done because of your actions. Child. When I... When I went to the surface, I... I was so excited. Everything was different and new, and... I wasn't expecting that there were going to be people who wanted to hurt me. And then there were... So many. I was careless. And Caliban places his hands on Ophelia's shoulders and just says, child. It was not you. Not entirely. It was not me entirely either. It was our whole society. We place such emphasis on protecting ourselves to the point where we exclude everyone else. It was this attitude that drove you from us. It is this attitude that I wish to change, but I cannot oh? do it alone. Now, you have a choice to make. As much as it pains me to say this, you are of two worlds. As much as you belong here with me, making up for what you have done, you also belong with your friends on the surface, helping to protect a place that you now call home. I do not expect you to have an answer. I will give you time. But I do ask this. At least, come with me. See the people. Let them know that you are alive and that you have not abandoned them. Tell them of the wonders of the surface. Maybe, just maybe, we can start to show them. Protecting ourselves does not mean closing ourselves off from the rest of the world. I can do that. Just a little okay. smile slowly grows across Caliban's face. Now, where should I start? Should I start with tinfoil? <laughs> I think you should start with that tra the odd tradition of talking into a backpack before you will go on an adventure. Oh, um... <laughs> Looks at the rest of the party. Uh, That's what you did, right? Yeah, well, uh, I mean... What? Lenore <laughs> <laughs> just, just goes, this is a long story, I'll tell you about it later. <laughs> We we uh we got we got Neolandis out of the city and uh we we had a, a bag of holding. Oh, that's what oh, we should yeah, do. Yeah, of we're, course. We should have Neolandis come around and show everyone what what a wonderful. Yeah, Neolandis has been staying in like the penthouse suite. Oh, on second thought, that's really? a terrible idea. <laughs> he knows too much. We have to kill him. 
<laughs> Everyone roll for initiative. You're now a small fight paladin. No! Then again, I know a lot about him, too. Those poor seahorses. I have to kill me! I've never so. seen such terror in a creature's eyes. Um, I'll never hear Vivaldi's rain the same way again, either. What? Anyway, what was I going on about? <laughs> what? <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> exactly. <sighs> so... Squ you know. Squelch is just making like calming gestures that you're just going. Shh, 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 shh. <laughs> so you'll have a uh, lovely public appearance in which Ophelia gets to come out on the balcony and wave at all the subjects. Disney princess wave. wave. Yes. yes. You do the cupped hand and you go yes. back and forth. You wave up, and then you, uh, and then you lean down and wave at the children, and then you look back up and you wave. <laughs> yes, uh, and uh, there are there is much celebrating that the princess has returned. Yay! Uh, and then there's also people going, "Wait, isn't she the one responsible for for fucking up everything?" <laughs> Skull oh! And then there's riots in the streets. <laughs> it's just like Corvo's. It's like Corvo's all over again. Well, this is this is this is familiar. Um, last time this happened, they burned a bunch of bridges. Well, it don't worry, we can't burn any bridges here. It didn't help anyway. Corvo's is really scary, Dad. We have to. There's there's a lot of work to be done. <laughs> Explain this concept of a bridge. <laughs> what is right, uh, what is burning? Oh, um. Oh, that's very complicated. You, you Burning know, bridges is what Ophelia did when she left. Uh, oh, okay, okay. Ah, okay. Ooh. So she condemned thousands to death. Ooh. Yeah, that's basically it. <laughs> Shit. Throwing shade as it, as it is known. Amazing. Um, Neil Landis, uh, when, when asked if he wants to partake in the festivities, be like, with a, with a mouthful of uh, grapes, just goes, are you kidding me? I, I'm on the run from Queen Eliosa. Ah, the last thing I want to do is go telling people that I'm anywhere. <laughs> Something else that disturbs me. Perhaps you can look into it. The maiden mother in Chrome. The sea mm. axe. <sighs> yeah, you did see when the uh, Veiled Master started fighting you, it activated three symbols and the symbols had like in, inscribed in them three women's faces one of them resembled Ivica the other two uh, resembled like a middle-aged woman and a young and a young lady uh, you did not see those as being familiar perhaps we should study those and try to find the other two women seek them out I imagine they won't be if Ivica's still alive oh Ivica's totally dead oh that's good very good yeah, we turned her into chum. <laughs> when did this happen? Uh, like, um... In book two. Six weeks ago? Jeez. Well. Fascinating. So, you, you mean to tell me that Ivica, the most wizened of the three, is dead? Yep. It's good news, but it's also bad news, because that might push the other two members of the coven to... Oh, do something like this. Uh, 
I don't know a lot about covens. Uh, why is why if anybody, is, uh, actually if anybody wants to roll uh, knowledge, um, Arcana, I think. Oh, you can Damien. learn about how covening works. Damien will do that. One d twenty plus twenty. Oh, god damn it! I got a two on die. <laughs> Yeah, who else has for a total of what? Uh, twenty-two. Yeah, you guys don't know what the deal with a hag with three hags actually is. Oh, uh. you've you've heard of the concept of a hag coven in which three hags would come together, but you don't know why they do it or what that means. Not a clue. I suppose we have some research to do. Yes, and I have. Uh, uh, you see, you look back at the king, and for like a split second, you see just this look uh the, just this wave of lethargy just wash over him as he's like the the worry mm-hmm. lines in his face just grow into trenches for just like a split second oh that fight and reviving the oracle have taken a lot out of me i think i i will definitely need to rest you would not uh unia uh speaks up you would not happen to have 1000 gold pieces worth of diamond dust. Would yes. you? Let me check my pocket. No, not... <laughs> Unfortunately, <laughs> no. Oh, shit. I don't wear pants. I can't have pockets. Unfortunately, no. But I'm sure if you checked with the... I will get it taken care of. I... I have to. I do have restoration prepared today. <sighs> I was going to use it on Ophelia, but uh, I can prioritize. No, 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 no. Uh, use it on Ophelia. I think I will. I should take my leave of you for now. You all have things to do. Um, thank you for helping me uncover this plot and for bringing my my daughter back to me. Thank you for your hospitality and for convincing your council to stay their hand. Yes. I appreciate not dying. (laughs) I'm sure we all do. (laughs) Very well. Does like a a slight bow and uh, And everyone else bows in return. Makes his way out. Ophelia kind of uh, fancy. Fancy. (laughs) And um, you will be provisioned with enough potions of water breathing to sustain you for your journey back. Man, you guys have a lot of these. Uh, You're noticing the stock is lower now than it should have been. It seems that it has not been replenished since the aboliths were killed. Oh. Uh. They were making some to imprison people from the surface? Yeah. Um. Uh. I, I don't think uh, you guys succeeded on your knowledge check to get no. this, but uh, but uh, but uh, I'll go ahead and tell you the wa- the potions of water breathing that you guys have been getting have been uh, basically just refined aboleth mucus. Oh, uh, yeah. which aboleth which aboleth used to keep surface dwellers loyal to them because you know what else are they gonna do? They need it to live down here. Yes, da- Damien's gonna make a fortitude safe. So, okay. It is. It is bedtime for me. 
Good night, Mike. Good night. Thank Thanks, you, Mike. Thanks. Thank you. Thank, thank you for joining you. us. Thank you, beautiful guest. Um, now, if our listeners have enjoyed your presence uh, on our podcast, which of course they have, where could they find more of your talkings? Uh, they can find it in a couple of different places. I am on Twitch at the underscore prince underscore of underscore spades. Uh, I'm also, uh, I have a, I'm on a weekly game. I run a game that actually has Daft and Rain in it. What? What? This yes. is the first time I'm hearing of this game. <laughs> it is called, it is called Trap and the Slumbering Gods. Thank you again for having me. This has been a lot Thank of fun. Thank you for coming on. Yes. It's been wonderful having um, you. And uh, you all, you all. Uh, and uh, happy Father's Day. Thank uh, you. All right. So we've had a nice little break. Yes. That was a, that was a great guy, huh? Yeah. Wow. What a cool guy. I'm glad he's gone. Yeah. yeah if, if we had him on all the time, then we. People wouldn't pay attention to us. Yeah. And obviously the show is about us. Obviously. It's not to have and to Mike. To Mike and to Ike. Wait, no, shit. We're not sponsored by them. Fuck. <laughs> anyway. <clears throat> so. It, it is lovely to have Mike on. It is. It is. If you want to uh, hear us hang out with Mike, uh, watch uh, Trap and the Slumbering Gods. Very good. Very good stuff. Uh, Friday. Every other Friday on Twitch. But. But. We still have a lot to do today. We do. So. We have a whole bunch of things to do so um you you all to keep things short you make it to the shore somewhere around the town of Veldrane. when we reach the shore everyone gets out of the water and their mermaid tails change back into their legs and whatever they were wearing on their legs uh and ophelia comes out of the water not wearing pants and, no and her tail is still a tail Ah, uh, yes. Uh, leading to a brief moment of confusion before she grabs her pants out of the bag of holding, uh, goes... <laughs> um, flops over goes, to flops over place somewhere, some shrubs. Somewhere, somewhere private uh, and casts fins to feed on herself, which will yes. last for ten hours. Great! <laughs> a whole adventuring day. Yay! That's the first time I've actually been able to use that spell, and she's had it as a spell-like ability the, the whole entire time. game. <laughs> uh, also, also, because you are no longer, like, uh, cursed to no longer be part of your existence on the surface, and you are now full merfolk again, you get back at plus two to con. <laughs> You've now earned it, <laughs> as opposed to how long was it that you had it before I, I said the <laughs> all of book one? Mo, yeah, until Ophelia died. Uh <laughs> well, I like rewarding people for failure. So you died, and now you get a plus two to your constitution. Yay! All I had to do was die twice. Uh <laughs> you only die twice, or actually, you might die an unknown remaining number of times. Uh. All right, let me make sure. Okay, uh, let me get rid of. Oh, oh, am I still? Uh, do I still have my rat folk bonuses? Or not rat folk? Do I still have my wear rat bonuses? No. Ah. You no longer smell things like you did before. All right, let me take scent off of my perception. You have a brand new body. 
That is completely... You found the cure for lycanthropy. It's dying! Yay! I don't know if that technically works. You might still well, have lingering cravings for cheese. <laughs> but... Yeah. But she did uh, get a whole new body. Ophelia can only have so many forms at any given time. <laughs> I am a multitude. Anyway. Um, do we happen to have any uh, diamond dust... Did we get any as part of the treasure? Uh, I mean, I would just, uh, you could just take it out of your money that you have. Okay. Um, I don't track things like diamond dust and okay. diamonds. Yeah, let me, uh, let me just take a thousand uh, GP. I usually make a big deal out of getting a resurrection diamond, but other than that, just take it out of your gold. Dust. Okay. I will, uh, Unia has uh, restoration prepared today, uh, so they are going to cast restoration on Ophelia. Uh, to get rid of her negative level. One of the nice things about resurrection is you only get one negative level. Mm. You don't lose any spells, although that's not important for Ophelia. So, um, Unia goes over to Ophelia, they put their hand out, and they sprinkle the diamond dust on Ophelia's head, uh, like they are anointing her. Uh, and Ophelia seizes and as she sneezes, there is this the negative level comes up of negative energy that sort of uh, leaves her body. Uh, and Unia goes, "Bless you." Um. Uh. At this point, uh, now that you guys are out of the water, Neolanda sticks his head out and he's like, "So, um, <laughs> did we get that amulet of proof against detection and location?" Did we? <laughs> no. Um, no, sorry. Uh, you see- I'm going back in the bag. All right, bye. Uh, you know, they can technically still scry on me on, the, on this other plane but of existence, harder. but it's harder. But it, it's harder. <laughs> For those of you listening at home, um, one of the benefits of having Neolandis spending all his time in the bag of holding is it's harder for uh, enemies to scry on him. This is a thing that Daft and I are both aware of. Uh, but uh, I, I realize that some people might not be aware of it. I know if you're coming at this from a 5e perspective, you, know, you can't, I believe you can't actually scry on things on uh, other planes of existence. Uh, however, in Pathfinder, you can still scry on things on other planes of existence, but if you're on another plane, such as inside the pocket of the ethereal plane inside a bag of holding, you get a plus five to your will save. So it makes it a lot easier to do it. And also, in some planes, uh, local conditions prevent scrying, because, uh, like, you know, if only space we, works differently. If only we put that on our bag of holding. Well, um, we are we are heading to Veldrain, uh, because it is a small, out-of-the-way town, and... Oh, no, we, that's not accurate. No? It's a, it's a decent-sized, right-in-the-way right town. Ah. It's at the mouth of the harbor. Oh, okay. Every okay. everything comes through this town. Okay, we are going to Veldrain because it is a centrally located location that is a good place for us to regroup. Yes. Uh, maybe we can find an amulet of proof against detection and location there. For a little bit, uh, as people that have grown up or, or lived around Corvosa for a long period of time, collectively will know that Veldrain is the second oldest Talaxian settlement in Varicia. Mm. Veldrain has long depended on Corvosa for trade and support, 
even as Corvosa has relied on it for naval protection. It is the holding most reliant on Corvosa for its existence, which it more than makes up for with its nigh impenetrable defense of Conqueror's Bay. Veldrain's oh. ships act as Corvosa's navy, and its small but prestigious naval academy trains the best sailors and ship captains in Varicia. In addition to its powerful navy, Veldrain also guards the bay uh, with its impressive chain, a, a massive feat of engineering. The chain is miles long and is anchored deep within a basalt shelf opposite the town. Wow. An immense winch allows teams of men and oxen to wind the uh, to wind the slack links and raise the massive chain to just below the waterline, effectively blocking the bay off to ships. To date, Veldrain has only needed to use the chain once during a raid by Riddleport pirates in 4685. Although authorities authorities test and inspect the winch and chain once per month. It's like a big fence. You all will actually, uh, as you're as you're sort of coming toward the city, uh, you will see uh, water, like falling off of this massive chain as it rises up out of the out of the water at the edges. You can see uh, in the distance, just at the edge of your at the edge of the of your field of vision, uh, on the opposite shore, there is this huge basalt column uh, with like an anchor point on it. Where you can see this, the other, the opposite side of the chain, growing taut. Um, as you're approaching the city, you can hear people shouting. You you join in with uh, the lines of traders that are sort of making their way uh, into the town. Uh, um, as as we're going past the chain. Um, can I look at, does the basalt formation, does that look to be natural or did somebody build it? It's 11 miles away. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's 11 miles away. <laughs> okay. <laughs> My mistake. <laughs> It's I 11 gonna, miles away. I was going to have Squelch make a check and everything. Um, oh my god. Alright. <laughs> yeah, sorry. It's 11 miles away. Um, you could roll a knowledge history ah. though, to know if the result is... Natural. Yes, let's try that. Who has knowledge history? Oh, oh boy. Alright. Uh, Unia got a 27. Uh, Damien okay. helps. Yeah, um, you'll know, you'll know uh, from just Corvosan history, that uh, the basalt shelf is a natural formation. Uh, it is apparently from some time when water levels were higher in this area. They, the chain was built uh, in... Wait, let me see, did it say? Did I say when it was built? Uh, um. the, cha- the chain has been here for most of Corvosa's existence. Basically, it was one of the it was one of the first things that they set up after they had control of all of Corvosa. Was they were like, we need to be able to control the sea too. Ah, yes, build so, a fence. Yeah, build a fence. No offense. Um, no so chain. You all will be coming up to uh, the city walls. Uh, there is a sprawl outside the city walls of residential areas, farmland. Uh, every now and then, the odd temple to you know. 
Arastil or uh, Gozra. Uh, there's like shrines in public places. Uh, there's wells. Uh, there's uh, little plazas. Oh, if there's a shrine to Desna, uh, Damien would actually like to stop. Um, yeah, we'll just roll a, um, roll a survival as you're looking around. All right. Uh, Squelch, help us out here. Uh, D- D- Damien, roll oh, a survival. Damien. Oh, no. <laughs> Damien's got to. looking for a shrine to Desna. Damien's got a plus one. Uh- <laughs> yeah. Come on, Damien. Oh, no. Five. You don't, you don't see anything. <laughs> Damn it. Oh, as you're going though. <laughs> now, what's your goal in Veldrain? What do you want to do? Here? Um, well, uh, first I want to see if we can find an amulet of proof against detection and location okay. for Neolandis. Uh, and then? And then uh, I want to find some place to hunker down. Um, uh, Van Carlo said that he has some way of making a place that is safe, but... I don't. I don't know what the details of that are. So, so we're gonna. We can find a place to hunker down. Um, then Carlo can do his thing. And then I think we need to do. Uh, we need to do some resource gathering and research. I think we might want to prepare for a trip to Kermaga. Uh, but first, before we go to Kermaga, we kind of got to know what we're looking for. Otherwise, we'll spend uh, uh, like twenty more sessions in so, Kermaga. Okay. So, so um, uh, it, when asking. When asking Vin Carlo about how he does his thing to prepare a place, he goes, I have with me a special mask. Uh, this, and he, and he sort of pulls it out of a pocket. It's like, this mask was passed down to me from the previous blackjack. <gasps> it allows you to treat your vigilante level as four levels higher for the purpose of any vigilante talents that you currently have. Yes. Uh, and it's it's nicely embroidered. It looks like it looks like a very nice old old uh, piece of fabric, <gasps> gleaming with magic, and it has and it has um uh, uh it's like perfectly shaped to his face. Because now, when establishing myself in a new territory, I can establish a safe house, and one of the things that I can do is ensure that everything within the safe house is protected. Uh, I'm not the most familiar with magic, but I believe it functions as the spell Mage's Private Sanctum. Oh, wow. I had this it effect at my academy, which is how I kept people safe before. That's that's super cool. Uh, Ophelia um, sort of comes forward and uh, inspects the mask as she's talking. Wait, you said establish yourself. Does that mean they would need to know you as Blackjack here? Would word spread? Word would have to spread of my renown in order for me to establish this ability. So, Ifiliosa is looking for reports of Blackjack. We would be able to protect protect any within the safe house, but she would know where Blackjack is. So it might make Neolanda safer. But the rest of us more vulnerable. But the rest of us more vulnerable. Okay. Yes. Well. Now, unfortunately, 
I can only do this in an area of renown. And it takes a week to build that renown. All right. Should we... I don't intend to stay in Veldurain for a week. <laughs> totally fair. I did have the thought. We could make our way to Jason Adriel at Blackbird Ranch outside of Hars. Oh, yeah. We could go there. Uh... I trust Jason. He has access to uh, many of my old adventuring friends. Yeah, he's been keeping uh, Trinia and Patelia safe. Yeah. This is why I trust him. A long time ago, I was part of a band of adventurers back before I set my roots in Corvosa as Blackjack. And when I was part of this band, Jason was uh, a tracker for us. <gasps> there were six of us in number. And ever since, uh, we have sort of, we have scattered to the winds, as it were. Jason has his ranch. I had my fencing academy. We have other friends. But getting in contact with them would be difficult. So if we go to Hars, you get to meet your friend. Uh, we all get to stay safe, and uh, Ophelia gets to see your girlfriend I again. I could put aside Blackjack. Establish myself as a hero of the town. A new identity. In Hars? In Hars. And if I do that... We could secure the ranch as a safe house. Makes sense. Uh, you get to uh, make a place that's safe, catch up with old friends. Ophelia gets to see her girlfriend again. Yes. And it's, she's not my girlfriend. Not not yet. Hmm. What of a love him and leave him type then? I just, I didn't, we didn't know if we would ever see each other again. Mm. I guess we are going to see each other again. Ophelia's smiling and blushing a little bit. Amazing. And uh, all the letters that uh, were sent to my post office box and you sent back, those, uh, those were you not thinking you would see each other again? You know... Don't um, worry, I didn't read any of them. Uh, well, you know, I did, I did die. Yes. I was sort of... Kind of thinking in, you know, in, in case something happened, she would have something to remember me by. Like naked pictures. <laughs> this is an uncomfortable conversation. You're telling me. Uh, Ophelia said that I was the best artist that she knew uh, who wasn't a child. And so I had to draw the pictures. Paint me like one of your Galton girls. I don't want to do that. <laughs> <laughs> Just because I spent lots of years in school uh, practicing my line work doesn't mean that I, I draw obscene drawings of my friends. I mostly just did it to see the look on your face when I asked. No. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, Damien. She, like, ruffles his hair. Mm. 
stands on her tiptoes to ruffle his hair. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, so with all that in mind, I have no interest in establishing an identity here. No, that, that makes sense. But um, we could supply ourselves. It's definitely easier to supply ourselves Avail ourselves here. of the local rumors. Oh, good old rumor gathering. I haven't done that in a while. Well, I imagine people will be talking about things that have happened in Covosa. Mm-hmm. Oh, I wonder how it the... It has been uh, several days. I wonder how the, the news about the Arconas has come out. Uh, and so you will be getting, you will now be getting to, like, the city walls. Mm -hmm. Uh, there will be a checkpoint set up. Oh, we should disguise ourselves. Oh, yeah? Yes. Well, uh, how are you disguising yourselves? Just as well, unassuming travelers? Yes, unassuming travelers and an Otiug. What can we do about the Otiug? Hmm. Oh. Is there, disguise is it there... as a cow. Is there is there a cart like an abandoned cart somewhere that we could like cast? Yeah, you know, that somebody may have abandoned that we could like we could like cast find one mending somewhere on. along the road as you were approaching. Okay, and we could cast mending on it, uh, and then we will put Portobello in the in the cart. Yes. Uh, and cover Portobello with a blanket. Okay. Um, and uh, how are you pulling the cart? Okay, never mind. Uh, we will have. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have we'll have Portobello pull the cart, and Damien is going to use the deck to cast Major Image. Okay. Uh, to make uh, Portobello look like an ox. Okay, that that works. <laughs> um, and Portobello grabs the bar with uh with his tentacles and just goes. <laughs> he's very, pushing. He's very excited. Um, and he's we'll wiggling. we'll we'll have we'll have uh people pile into the cart. So you uh, use like, major image to make uh, Portobello. Basically, you don't cast major image on Portobello, but you make a major image surrounding Portobello. Yes. That looks like an ox. It's, yes, it's like a little cube uh, in which an ox is located. Yes. Uh, and um, yes, we will we will go forward towards the checkpoint. Okay. So you uh, approach the gate, and you can see. Uh, banners draped from the uh, from oh, the walls. I, I just realized I should make a disguise check, probably, um, for my characters. Let's have Ophelia put makeup on people. Make, have have three people roll disguise, and we're and we do this is a group disguise check. Okay. Um, I let me pull Ophelia's token out uh, onto the uh, and oh just a negative a thousand health whoops uh and okay mm -hmm. skills disguise plus 12. oh wow oh, oh, you make quite a disguise you, uh, you paint up your wagon uh what do you want to look like what, what do you want uh your group to be disguised as um just uh sort of squelch Damien, Lenore, Ophelia, Unia, Vencarlo. Is that everybody? We are... We're a band. You're a band. <laughs> You're a band. <laughs> We're a band. Um, <laughs> uh, we are... We look like a group of completely mediocre bards. Uh, <laughs> that would sound... <laughs> 
<laughs> we are the we are the uh, the Verizian uh, or the the setting equivalent of one of those shitty garage bands that uh, <laughs> has never ever played on stage. Oh my god! We're going to our first gig. You're going to your first gig. Uh, okay. So Ophelia got a thirty. I'm just rolling for people with ranks in disguise. Uh, Damien got a 15. Uh, Lenore got a 10 and just barely helps. Um, Lenore doesn't actually have ranks in disguise, but she has a high charisma. So, uh, and uh, I think that's all of the people. So um, Unia does take a minus five penalty to their disguise uh, because of their prominent scar. Uh, and Squelch will use uh, uh, skin shape to look like a different goblin than she usually looks like. <laughs> okay. So, so you are approaching the, te- the checkpoint. Oh uh, there are there are uh, red banners on the walls that feature a golden crown, uh, and you can see a checkpoint set up with several like gray maidens and a number of local militia. Inspecting uh, travelers' carts and things. It's very good. We disguise ourselves. Why are the gray maidens here? It's one of Corvosa's holdings. I, I guess. For some reason, I was expecting the gray maidens to be a Corvosa-only thing. Nope, not anymore. <laughs> not anymore. <laughs> yep, there's there's gray maidens at the at the gate. There's like two gray maidens, and then like a dozen uh, militia guys. Uh, and excellent. Um, you're you're approaching this large, uh, actually poorly maintained stone wall. Uh, and there's like a bunch of fences, uh, little uh, little buildings set up where they have like stockpiles of goods. There's a, like a little place where people can hitch their carts. There's an inn, uh, and then there's the gate going into the city. And what's going on right now? The Grey Maidens are sort of, like, patrolling back and forth as the militia search uh, people's carts. A few people ahead of you. You'll see somebody going, uh, Hello, yes, just uh, coming back into town. Uh, I, I've, brought a, I've brought a nice crop of radishes uh, for market. And uh, one of the guards sort of, like, wrinkles his nose and goes, you're gonna sell these to the market? Oh, these are look uh look like they might be a little bit uh past their expiration date. Oh, yeah, it's like what? What are you talking about? They're they're perfectly they're perfectly good. I don't think these pass inspection. Oh no. I think um might have to seize this. They're impounding his radishes. We can't have. Food unfit for market coming into the city. No, please, please, I, I need to sell this. This is, this is my latest crop. I need, I need the money. Well, I suppose, uh, the guy looks over, the guard, like, looks over his shoulder at the gray maidens who are busy, uh, checking somebody's paperwork on something else. He goes, I suppose that they're not that old. Maybe they're fine. But you are going to have to pay a premium. 
to get an extension on the expiration date. <laughs> and he goes, What? Never had to do that before. Uh, this is always... Uh, I always come here just right after they've been picked. Uh, well, you know, new queen, new rules. Yeah, you know how it is. The I don't want to bother the Grey Maidens. Please, please, I don't have anything. What do you, What do you want? Just, just a little bit of your selling price. That's all. Shithead. Uh, uh, but I, I need all that I've got. Charge more, then. Who cares? That's the cost of doing business, isn't it? And you want to be able to afford to do business, don't you? Man, sort of. I don't have anything with me. Well, then how about this? We'll just take, and one of the militia guys grabs a couple bags of radishes and just slings it over his shoulder. We'll just take a little bit as a deposit. You sell the rest, come back, and we'll give them back to you. And you can sell those at what at the market price. This is absurd. I and you see one of the one of the gray maidens look over. Is there a problem? And like as as the gray maiden like turns her helmet toward toward him, the rest of her head also turns as well. It's not just the helmet turning. <laughs> she turns her helmet. I can't see anymore. She turns the rest of her uh, head. The, the man goes, No, 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 no. That's fine. That's fine. That's fine. Uh, no, no trouble. No trouble. Uh, and the militia guy smiles. Very well. We'll just hold these at impound for you. And when you've sold what you have left in the cart, come back and claim them. Make sure you sell enough to cover the fee, though. I'm gonna go buy this man's fucking radishes. <laughs> uh, and the guy's sort of like, oh, yes, uh, sorry. Uh, they take two, ba- two bags of radishes from him. And let him pass. Stamp his uh, paperwork. All right. See that he has actually got quite a lot of paperwork. Ooh, we don't have any paperwork. <laughs> and uh, uh, next couple people go by. Most of them, they're just travelers with packs on them. They open the backpacks on their little tables and make sure there's no illicit goods in them. Oh. What are we-, <laughs> we have a bag of holding with a man in it. Um... <laughs> We're let's let's uh let's let's have Portobello carry the bag of holding and uh hope that nobody notices the major image. Portobello like <laughs> where is Portobello carrying the bag of holding? Uh Portobello has three tentacles, right? Yes. So, so he's pushing the cart two, with two, two tentacles are pushing are pulling the cart. Yes, and one of them uh, is holding then, the bag of holding. Uh, a tentacle sneaks out of the major image. So the 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 ox Extends a tentacle and grabs the bag of holding. Okay. <laughs> and it retreats back into the office. It retreats back in. <laughs> Hold on. I need Portobello to make a will save. <laughs> he's, he's pretty good at those. He has a plus four against enchantment spells and effects. Actually, he's really bad at will save shit. Here, I got it. <laughs> I got a six. Oh, God. You see the tentacle come out, take the bag, and... (laughs) No! (laughs) No! (laughs) No! God damn it. (laughs) 
so you all come forward. Yes. The the militiaman uh, at the uh, at the front waves you forward, uh, just gesturing slightly with his hand. Uh, come on. What's your business in Veldrain? We are traveling performers. We're mm-hmm. we're we're new. Um, uh-huh. We're uh, we're we're the Opal Sky. Um, Opal Sky. It's we're we're so excited to be here. There are some inns that we're going to see if we can perform at. You're going to see if you can perform at them? It, you, you know, people are always looking for entertainment. Do you have a license? Could we get a license in the city? I mean, you'll have to talk to the uh, Ministry of Culture. Oh, okay. We, we can do that. That's going to be... <clears throat> that's going to be at the, the Lord's Estate. The Lord's Estate. Okay. Oh my goodness, this is so exciting. <clears throat> and, um... <clears throat> sort of, like, sniffs that... <clears throat> You should wash your rocks. Oh, yeah. Uh, thank you. You have travel papers? Place of origin? Oh. Showing your destination is Veldrain? Um. Do we need papers? Where are you coming from? Oh, uh, we're coming from Hars. Hars. And you don't have any papers? Saying that you're from Hars? I, I must have. Did we... She, uh, Ophelia looks at Damien. <sighs> Iskan, you were supposed to get the papers. <sighs> Look, I'm sorry. Um, this never happens. I usually get them myself. I should always just get them myself. Yep. Uh, roll bluff. <laughs> uh, skills. Alrighty, bluff. Natural twenty. Amazing. Yeah, fucking horse. Fucking doing any of their goddamn paperwork. <laughs> <sighs> We're gonna have to send word to horse asking about what did you call yourself? Oh, the Opal Sky. But we just came up with that name on the trip. You just came up with that name on the trip. Y- you know, we've we've gone and back and forth. And you're coming to Vildrain to perform. We've gone back and forth on it a lot. Do you want to hear me sing? <sighs> Not particularly. Oh. I don't get paid enough to listen to every country bumpkin that wants to oh. make their name in the city. I, I suppose that's fair. What taverns are you going to be trying to perform at? Um, I, I'm not, I, we've never actually been to Veldrain before. Uh. To, to perform at inns. Uh, I don't actually know any of the names of the inns here. So you don't know any of the names of the inns. You just came up with your band name. And you think you're going to go to one of these inns and perform. I think Without it makes, a license. I think it makes for a fantastic underdog story, don't you? I hate underdogs. <laughs> I think the more things that are potentially standing in our way, the better chance we have of making it work. Alright. There's a few places in town. You have the Loud Frog Inn. The clinky chain. No! <laughs> and the rare sailboat. If one of those will sponsor you and register your performance with the Ministry of Culture, you can perform it. Oh, wow. You need to, and he, he, pulls out a, he pulls out a notebook, or pulls out a 
rather large book, flips through and finds a finds a sheet of paper, pulls it out, hands it to you. This Take it. This is a writ of passage saying that you can temporarily stay in the city. <gasps> this is only good for three days. Three days! Okay, we have three days to make it. You have three days to make it in the city or you're out on your ass. <gasps> oh, Oh, this is going to make such a good story. No, it's not. Well. But try anyway. We don't need anyone to believe in us if we believe in ourselves. Whatever. <laughs> Next. God, this guy's a prick. <laughs> and, uh, yep. As, as, as we pass, Portobello will let out a little fart. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> God, what do you feed that ox? Uh, you know. Bags of holding. <laughs> Bags of holding, mostly. Uh, <laughs> uh, when we get, when we get out of sight, uh, Damien is going to hop out of the cart and run over to Portobello. Drop it. Drop it. Drop it. Portobello, Portobello rumples up uh, and just squelch. Squelch comes over. Portobello, what do you have? Tasty snack. No, that's the bag of holding. There's a person in there. You wouldn't want to hurt a person, would you? No. I would be very disappointed in you. Yeah. Sticks his tongue out and there's a bag of holding. Thank you. And Squelch, Squelch grabs the bag. It is covered in OTO Oh, yeah, spit. it's just covered in drool. This long tendril of drool pulls off of it as you take it off yeah. of his tongue. Just sloppily falls on the ground with big wet globs. No, Damien's going to start casting Prestidigitation. Right. <laughs> and with that, you are in Veldrain. Oh, um... I would also like to, uh, sn- do we see Radish Man here? Um, you do not, but, uh, there are signs pointing that the market is in the center of town. Okay. Uh, I, I would like, I would like to find Radish Man. Uh, I feel bad about Radish Man, but I wasn't able to do anything in line because I couldn't draw attention to myself because then the Grey Maidens might recognize us. <laughs> um, uh, so you're now in the city, uh... There's people going about their business. There's a bunch of uh, shops along this street here uh, where people are selling all manner of goods. There's alchemy shops. There's uh, wand rights. There's tailors. There's cafes and things like that. Amazing. Uh, There's a few shops selling goods from distant lands. It's rather nice. Uh, along Along the south edge of the of the road into town here, there is a rather large public park with a hedgerow in the middle, uh, inside of which is a a rather large stave church. Ah, okay. uh, Rising out of the park. Wow. Uh, At the top of it, there is uh, like a weather vane that has a bow and arrow uh, and a set of of antlers. Oh, it's a big old church of a rastal. Yes. Uh, And... Uh, there's nice, nicely manicured trees all around. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, it has a weather vane on top that looks like a bow and arrow and a set of antlers. This is a gorgeous little map, by the mm. way. Yeah, I got it off of, uh, Reddit, I believe. By you, Tertero. That's T-E-R-T-E-R-R-O. Mm, there's little boats. Yep. It's very good. Following along, there will be, like, uh, there will be, like, uh, the docks over here, where you can see, uh, many of the dock hands. Hard at work unloading some 
ships. There's like seven docks along this area, and all of them uh, have like three masted ships parked at them. You can hear the uh, the creaking of ropes and the the shouting of uh, deckhands as they uh, as they move the cargo uh, to and fro. There's somebody at the at the front of the docks with their little table set up, counting all of the uh, transactions as they occur. Amazing. Uh, it's, a, it's a fur of uh, activity. And then to the north, you can see the market. And this is an open-air market uh, featuring... Uh, there's a lot of uh, Varician uh, merchants here. There are uh, you know Varician merchants with uh, little tents set up selling uh, fine clothing and leather pouches and and belts and things and uh, magic items. There's a fortune-telling uh, booth in there. Mm. Uh, uh, and and then there's and then there's the uh, the produce market as well. Yes. With uh, all of the local farmers uh, bringing forth their produce. I would like to go to the farmers market. And uh, you're looking for radish man. Yes, I'm looking for. Radish not too far, not too hard. Is he's just now setting up his cart, and you would have been following pretty close behind him actually. I'm gonna stop a little ways off. Uh, I'm just gonna have Ophelia stealth over and leave like five gold on his mm. uh, on his counter. Well, stealth. Da, 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 do, 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 do. Stealth. Oh, what's the moon phase? Uh, it's currently... I have a lovely little query macro here. June 29th, 2008. Uh, feel bad. My dad got me an almanac for, uh, I believe, my birthday last year. And uh, I felt bad because we were already using the 2008 almanac <laughs> for the game. And if, if we hadn't, I would have started using that almanac for... Uh, 2008 moon phases. It is uh, just past last quarter. Okay. Going on toward new moon. Okay. Uh, so I think uh, new, so new. I, I would yes. say new moon. Yeah. Yes. All right. There's less than the last quarter. Ooh. 32. Uh, and uh, oh, there's a free action to activate ring of chameleon power. So 42. And you sort of you sort of blend into the background a little bit. That, that ripple of active camouflage. Mm -hmm. uh, Not full invisibility, but... Uh, yeah. Sort of just... Uh, uh, now, yeah. I'm, now I'm gray as I go over the flagstones. Now I'm brown as I lean against uh, a, 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 a stand of uh, apples or something. five gold? Yes. Okay. And um, as, as, the, as the guy is unpacking his carts, setting up his awning, uh, all that stuff, he looks over and... What? Looks at the uh, the tent next to him and goes, "Did did you uh no, leave no, this here?" No, man, no. <laughs> the guy in the other tent goes, "Yes, I did." The <laughs> uh, guy in the other tent goes, "Yeah." God damn it, man. Yeah, I did. And then he's like, "How much money's in it?" Thirty platinum. <laughs> guy just takes it, goes, puts it in his puts it in his pouch. Ah, no, you must have had a different one. Sorry, that seems like a big, big deal. <laughs> Guy, the other one goes... <laughs> there. We have recouped Radishman, his losses at the hands of the horrible, horrible guard. And with that good deed done, I would like to 
look for a magic item shop and also see if we can get some rumors because Vencarlo was talking about wanting to get rumors. Because we're right out in the middle of the market right now, I might want to listen to the rumors people have like as they're coming into town. And then maybe we can go to like um, somewhere else where people gather uh, after that. Uh, like we're sort of getting like a, a wider sample here. And then maybe if there's something interesting, we can go and uh, interrogate some people at a local tavern, uh, <laughs> ply them with alcohol, uh, get them to tell us the secrets of the town. So would Vencarlo be able to roll a diplomacy check to gather rumors here as well? Yes, Vencarlo could do. All right, I think I will have Ophelia, Lenore, and Vencarlo do that. Vencarlo is disguised as just an average dude. Because uh, <laughs> he can do that. He's he's got a, he's he's got like a blonde soul patch. Uh, his name That's is still gray hair. His name is Chad. Uh, okay. Wow, he's really bad at this, actually. Oh no! Fuck! <laughs> All the fucking charisma this guy has. You would think that he'd be good at uh, gathering oh, information. Oh, he's the, really bad at it. Actually. The skill ranks. <laughs> Oh no, Lenore's not very right, good so, at it. Um, uh, so, uh, you see, you see in the distance, Vincarlo going up to a guy who's going fresh fish, salted fish, pickled fish, all <laughs> kinds of fish, uh, and Vincarlo Vin says, "Hey there, fellow traveler. Where are the cool skate parks in this Coolsville town?" <laughs> How do you Daddy do, o? fellow kids? Oh no! Guy goes, you buying any fish? <laughs> Maybe. If it's worth your while. It's a, it gives a standard price for fish. Vin Carlo goes, yes! I will buy the salted fish. There you go. Vin Carlo spends some money on salted fish. <laughs> Say there, have you heard any interesting? Get out of my face. Do you want to buy more fish? <laughs> no, this is perfectly good amount. Of, this is a perfectly good amount of fish. I am satisfied with my purchase. Thank you. I am satisfied with my purchase. <laughs> okay, looking around at a few people, people are like, the fuck? <laughs> oh my god, but anyway, Carlo. <laughs> he rolled very badly. I got a nine. Oh no. Well, Ophelia got a 29. So <laughs> What did Lenore get? What? What did Lenore get? Lenore got an 8. So how does Lenore go about oh, uh, gathering information? Um, Lenore, Lenore sees that Vencarlo... Uh, Vencarlo has the right idea, but his execution could use some work. Lenore goes up to a cart uh, where somebody is selling... Like, I don't know, like a butcher eggs. shop that's selling fresh meats. And Lenore selling goes... Eggs. Yeah, they're selling eggs. Lenore goes, you want to arm wrestle? What? Arm wrestle. Uh, are you threatening me? No, no, it's, uh, uh for fun. I don't want to, no, I don't want any trouble. I, I just, do you want to buy meat? No, I'm, I'm sorry. This is, this is awkward. Um. Look, uh, look, uh, uh, I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, uh, what, what's? No, no, uh, I just, you, you I don't have any money. Uh, you no, know, you look like you'd be good at arm wrestling. Never, never mind. It was. Oh, because I have muscles? Yeah, look- Everybody always assumes that I'm like 
So oh, always oh, trying to get oh, in fights or something. Shit. I'm I just, so, I'm, I'm just a butcher, man. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Look, I just, I just chop meat all the time. I'm, I'm sorry. But I'm a delicate soul. Oh, I, I understand. I'm a delicate soul. I also like, I also like crocheting. I'm a worshiper of shell, and I appreciate your art. This I don't is... think you do. You just thought of me as just some hunk of meat. I'm, so, I'm sorry. Anyway, you want a hunk of meat? Yeah, I feel terrible. <laughs> Actually, can I buy some of the eggs? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> However, Ophelia. I'm sorry, just give me a second. Oh my god. Lenore takes the eggs back to Portobello and starts, feed starts feeding the eggs to the ox. <laughs> Ophelia. Ophelia. There's a reason we keep you around. The party breathes a sigh of relief as the party face is ah, back in play. Beautiful. <laughs> uh, uh, so, so, uh, Ophelia, what, how are you going about that? So, Ophelia is going to pull out a purse. There's not anything in the purse, but she's going to sort of look like she's getting some coins out and she's going to go up to. I don't know, uh, a stall with sort of maybe like a, a, a pretty young lady at it mm. or something. Um, oh, hello. Um, I think Hi there. I think I'm I think I might be lost. Um, I this is the this is the central market. Um, but I was looking for a place that sells. Uh, she looks at the, the what is this lady selling? She's selling handbags. <gasps> handbags. I was looking for a place to sell salmon. Leather, oh. leather handbags. Oh, y you sell handbags. I do. Um, I didn't I, even. I didn't even notice. I was. We uh, have the finest selection, uh, with with uh, rich Talden leather. Wow. Yes. Oh, that's that's amazing. They're beautiful. Yes. Oh. All the latest styles. Oh, all the way from Taldor. Yes. I suppose you've traveled quite a way then. Oh, I mean, like, you know, I'm just kind of a reseller. Um, oh, I get my stock from the ships uh, oh. and kind of just sell them here. Well, I bet you get a lot of interesting conversations when you're at the docks. Yeah, you know. Well, <laughs> Dock worker is not the most... Do they not really have any stories to tell? Well, um, I mean, you know, there's there's some pretty interesting stuff coming out of Corvosa. Oh? Um, have you been to Corvosa? Oh, you know, I keep meaning to get there, but... I well, I wouldn't go right now. Apparently, things are really bad. Oh no! Did you hear? You heard about the blood veil epidemic, right? Yeah. They had the whole city quarantined. Oh, uh, and then and then uh, they managed to heal it on most of the city, but then it was it was you know Endrin Isle, the the top part. Uh huh. Um. Yeah, that was still under quarantine like forever. Uh, oh no! And luckily, um, there's a hero that stepped in to make sure that everything's okay. Oh. Uh, yeah. Um. I mean. So, so you've heard? Have you heard of? Uh, have you heard of blackjack? That's the card game, right? No, uh, it's a guy. He he calls himself blackjack, oh. and he's supposed to be like a hero of the people. Is anyway, he, is he good at playing was, cards? I don't know. Um, okay, I, I don't think that's one of his abilities. Oh, all right. Cards. Anyway, anyway. So, uh, like, I think he died or oh. uh, left the city or something. Uh, anyway, he abandoned Corvosa. Oh, no. Or died. I mean, I mean maybe he didn't abandon them. But anyway, he's gone. Um, but this new guy showed up. Uh, they call him Trefacia. Uh, he wears a golden mask and red cloak and defends uh, the people of Endrin Isle. Wow. Yeah. 
Trefacia. Uh, yeah. Apparently, he he made sure that the blood that the Bloodvale quarantine would stay in effect, so that the healers could uh, focus on keeping everybody in uh, Endronile safe. And I think, I think now they're healed or something. Wow. Yeah. That's really good. Man, I am really glad that I didn't try to go to Corvosa during that time. Yeah, well, now that, now that Trefacia is uh, defending everybody, I think everything should be fine. Yes. Uh, I think there were some other heroes, too, but, I, you know, I haven't heard anything more about them. Well, you know, I, I think Trefacia is probably the most important one. And actually, as, you, as you're as uh, you saying this, uh, as you guys are talking, uh, the, the stall owner, the next one over, goes, Oh! The other heroes. You didn't hear what happened with them? <gasps> what happened? So these people uh, made a huge deal about stopping the blood veil epidemic. Mm-hmm. Uh, they call themselves the cover of night. Uh, they couldn't think of a better name. No, there's apparently that was the best they could come up with. Goodness. Anyway, they saved the city from Corvosa. There's a huge festival. Everybody loves them, right? They've got action figures and merchandising, a shoe deal, all kinds of stuff like that. <laughs> and then, because there's no big thing going on, you know what heroes do, right? What? Well, they, they felt they weren't getting enough attention. They murdered Glorio Arcona. Who? Oh, Glorio Arcona? He's one of the he's one of the big lords of Corvosa. Oh, or he wow. was, anyway. He's dead now. That's horrible. They killed him. Because he was gonna, he was gonna heal Endronite. That's terrible. And they didn't want him to steal their spot. Oh. They wanted to be the ones responsible for curing all of Bloodvale, but wow. they couldn't heal Endron Isle. I guess it just goes to show you can't ever really trust heroes. No, no, heroes like that, you know, they they show up, they they do some really great great thing, but you know they're all scumbags, really. Well, now I'm wondering if we should be trusting this Trefacia person. No, that guy is actually real deal. <laughs> He was apparently <laughs> handing out doses of vaccines to orphans and and uh, and eld- and the elderly. I heard that he that he was helping old ladies cross the street and stuff wow. like that. Yeah. Also, That's he can amazing. fly. Whoa. Yeah. That's cool. Man, I don't know what I would do if I could fly. Probably fail all my fly checks. I hear that flying is really hard if you don't put skill ranks into it. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, yeah, that Trefacia is going to defend the city now that the cover of night are gone. Oh, well, you know, it really sounds like it's probably better off in his hands anyway. Yeah, you know, he knows he knows how to work with the city and make things better. They were always trying to upset things. Ah. Uh. They would have burned the whole city down if, if it meant that they got on the front of a newspaper. So rude. Well... Anyway. That is a really interesting story. Thank you. And how much are these handbags? Um. Oh yeah. Um, right. Uh, yeah. It's a. Uh, um, <laughs> Sorry. Uh, well, these ones. These, a ones little would be, these would be twenty gold. Twenty gold. Yeah. Um, okay. For one of these. Um. But um. Maybe I could give you a discount if you're like doing anything later. Oh. Oh. Well. Um. I'm I'm really flattered. Unfortunately, I do have a girlfriend. Oh, oh my gosh. Um, uh, uh, she blushes and she's like, um, uh, uh, of course. Um, uh, well, oh. it was lovely meeting you. It's it's really lo- oh oh um yeah it, it was it's, great it's twenty gold. Okay, uh, yeah 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 yeah. Um, okay, uh, twenty gold and then yeah. Um, can I get the uh, the green one? 
Yeah. Then she grabs a green handbag. Thank you so much. So you now have a green handbag. Valued at, <laughs> valued at uh, do you want to roll appraise? E. Uh, I got a plus six to appraise. Let's see how it goes. Oh, for some reason it only says plus five on the uh, the macro. So. God damn it. <laughs> yeah, it's a nice, nice handbag. Probably worth <laughs> Probably worth more. She probably gave you a pretty good discount Real already. Real tall than leather. Real tall than leather. <laughs> um, that that will go with uh, Ophelia's uh, social identity. She didn't. She's she's got a new little clutch now. A little green handbag. Yes. Great. X. So. What? Trefacius. Trefacia. Trefacia. I'm just really, You rolled Damien. Damien phrase. He rolled terrible. <laughs> What do you do? Bernie's good at appraise. No. <laughs> wow, you guys fucking suck at appraising. Ophelia's good at appraise. Appraise is a DC 20 check. How does nobody have the ability to make a DC 20 appraise check? Um, we've been busy getting other background skills. That's fair. Like knowledge history. <laughs> Look. <laughs> Every once in a while, I need my characters to fall for a grift. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, we'll, we'll say that's the reason. Uh, but, but yeah, you, uh, Ophelia gets back to the party. Look at what I got. Yeah, yeah, just goes, oh, you found a fake, le fake Talden leather handbag. Yes. Yes, that was a test to see if you knew what I got. Rolling bluff. <laughs> <laughs> Uni a rolling sense motive. Oh. Suppose you're streetwise and such. Yep, that's me. Streetwise to a T. But anyway, of course you can tell that it's not real Talden leather. Unia pulls the pulls out like there's like a little tag on the inside. Oh. It says, if it were to have the seal of the of the royal the royal family of Taldor. Oh. Yep. Yep, that's that's totally right. I and definitely how old Talden that. exports are. I am. Um, that's really interesting. I. I no, think it's not. I. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Just a piece of trivia that I happen to know. <laughs> anyway, I heard. Finally, the deal with that other vigilante guy who burned the bridges down in Corvosa. Ah, yes. Uh, the man with the golden mask. Yes. His name is Trefacia? Trefacia. It's an interesting name. Uh is is there can I make like a like a linguistics check or something? Uh, to, uh, uh have I heard anything like that before? Is it a play on any words I might be familiar with? Is it a reference? Yeah, you can roll linguistics. Alright. Come on, Damien. Roll linguistics. 29! Whew! Um, so you will know uh, Trefacia is a uh, is a Talden term. Uh, or actually, it's a, it's, a, it's a term that's been used in both Talden society and in Chelish society. Uh -huh. uh, it, is, it is for a three-faced mask. Uh, it's usually a, like, a carnival mask. Okay. Uh, just to draw a... Uh, it is a Venetian term, oh. uh, uh, which refers uh, a three-faced mask. Basically, it has uh, a face on one on on each cheek, uh 
uh-huh. uh, with with eye slits that go across. Your right eye is looking through the left eye hole of the face on on this side, mm-hmm. and your uh, left eye is looking through the right eye hole on the face on this side. Uh-huh. And then you have a face in the center. Amazing. Uh, and this is why they call it trifacia. All right, all right, trifacia. That makes sense. Uh, yeah. Um, Interesting. Okay, uh, and so this vigilante is known for having a golden three-faced mask. Maybe Trifaccia. It's Corvosa. Uh, what 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 does Corvosa do if not uh, appropriate things and then mispronounce them? Hold on. Nice. Actually, it's pronounced Trifaccia. <laughs> oh. Faccia, yeah. It's Faccia, so it'd be Trifaccia. And then oh. Carla goes, it looks to me like it's spelled Trifacia. Yeah, that's what I thought, but, uh... No, actually, it's, it's actually Old Talden. Um, I knew that. You didn't know that. Like, like 500-year-old Talden. Okay. Well, yeah. thank you. I, I have, I have a weird feeling. This is... The last time we saw something with three faces, it was those three hags. Mm. Do you wonder if maybe they're working together? Hmm. Well, um, I suppose we need to get a close look at the mask to find out if that's uh, something to be worried about. Demon's making notes in his notebook. Something else to cast legend lore about. <laughs> Whenever you get access to legend lore. <laughs> need to find some scrolls of legend lore. Do you think they have scrolls of legend lore here? Right. So, um... Anything else that you want to do today? Uh, I want to see if I can find an amulet of proof against detection on location for uh, for Neil Lattice, who has once again stuck his head out of the bag to breathe. Um, yes, uh, I <laughs> it believe. Smells real bad out here. Do either gather information or a survival to navigate the city. <laughs> um, well, Squelch can do a survival, uh, and then um, Ophelia can do a gather information, uh, and we'll see. Who does better? All right, Squelch got a 24 on her survival check. Uh, and Ophelia got a oh, 25. Oh God, I'm rolling terribly. A 25 on her diplomacy check. Okay. So um, you're looking looking around at all the magic item shops here. You guys don't really find anything that would deal in the level of magic needed. Mm. Uh, however, Ophelia after, uh, I think, about four hours of schmoozing and things uh, at, like, various cafes and uh, just talking to people along the street, uh, uh, you will eventually find out that um, that's probably above the pay grade of this city. Uh, however, oh, there there are rumors that the, that the lord of Veldrain, one Ostius Veldrain, uh-huh. uh, has a rather uh, sizable collection of magical items uh, in the in the uh, in his estate. Ooh. So if you wanted to try your luck, <laughs> so like basically the way that this information gets to you is somebody going, an amulet of proof against what? <laughs> Something like that. No, the, the only way. The only person in the entire city who would have anything quite like that would be Lord Veldrain. And, I mean, what are you going to do, rob Lord Veldrain? <laughs> Me? No. <laughs> hey, um, even Carlo. 
Do you want yes. to help me rob Lord Veldrine? Harry is a bit of a dick. Yeah. Per perhaps. But I can't be dressing up as Blackjack. No, of course not. I can't be dressing up as Siren. Hmm. Let's figure it out. Or we could just go to Kamaga and buy one there. <sighs> That's boring. That is boring. Perhaps we'll give it a shot. <laughs> anyway. Um... Another thing that you will find as you're searching the town trying to find this proof of amulet again, this amulet of proof against detection and location. You will find graffiti on a wall on down an alley. Oh. That has a uh, basically this painting of a purple eye with tendrils coming off of it. Oh. And with a crack going down the middle. Oh. And it just it just has written in uh, in dark purple lettering, the shadow waits. Unia. Unia wants to reach out to the graffiti and just touch it with their hand, they're, as if they're not quite sure it's real. Um, Unia, as you uh, touch it, uh, you will gather. You you will uh, actually feel. Uh, the, it's still wet. Damn it. <laughs> you now have purple paint on your finger. <laughs> but in the ref in the gleam of the paint, you can see a reflection that actually looks like there is a shadow standing behind you. <gasps> Unia will turn. There's nothing there. Unia will smile. Then you look back into the paint and it's gone. Damien, can you cast prestidigitation on my hand? <laughs> Actually, indelible ink. You need at least a third level no! spell to get rid of it. No! <laughs> Unia, the purple-handed cleric. Ah. Oh. Do, do I see... Oh, I'd oh. like to draw your attention to something. The paint is still wet. Yes. Is there somebody around here? Can I see if there's anybody around here who might have painted it? Would you like to roll survival? Yes. Squelch. Do you see any tracks? Squelch goes, mm. starts sniffing, sniffs the paint, sniffs the ground. Uh, Squelch has a plus one to following tracks and can treat a trail as up to 24 hours fresher. Uh, so that is a 29. So, um... We will pick up the smell of paint going off toward uh, somewhere in the in the northwest of town. Mm. Come this way. Yes. You will get to uh, a rather run-down set of buildings uh, with boarded-up windows uh, and you see uh, a smear of purple paint <gasps> at one of the windows on the second floor. <gasps> we'll uh, approach the door. Uh, everyone will stand back a little bit, and uh, Unia will go up to the door and knock. Okay. There's silence for a moment. And then uh, a board is pulled away from the interior. And you see a, fa oh, you see a set of eyes looking out. Can we help you? Uh from their whatever uh, so Unia has some sort of cloak on to disguise them um, they uh, pull out their holy symbol of Eridan 
from the folds of their robe and hold it up uh, so it catches the light. The shadow waits. And, uh, you know, you see the board puts, you know, it gets put back into place. And then the boarded up door opens. And you see the boards don't actually connect to the wall. Oh. They have nails that are going, like, just into the boards themselves. Uh-huh. Uh, but they're attached to the door. Okay. In such a way that they swing out with the oh. door. And you find a uh, room lit by candlelight. Uh, sparsely lit. And a purple eye painted on the floor. <sighs> and uh, the person uh, standing in the doorway just says, The shadow waits. Hello. Hello. Are you here seeking the message of the 13th guys? I am. Come in. Yunia will enter. I think it the rest of the party will most stay most fortuitous that you find this sanctified place. We are one of the first temples to the 13th guys. Have you heard the miracles of Eridan's return? I've heard some. Please tell me. Eridan lives. He has restored the Church of Eridan in Corvosa. They say his prophet drew forth an echo of the building from nothingness, and it still stands now. Incredible. Truly, this is a sign that the golden age of man is coming. We, do, we need only reach out and take it. Exactly. Uh, and actually, uh, did you say, is everybody coming in? No, Unia is the only one coming in. Unia is the only one coming uh, in. Other people and, are going to uh, kind of... Are the others outside? or? Yeah, mill about. Uh, try not to look too suspicious. Try not to look are like they, they're Are the inside of the door is what I'm saying? Oh, um, no. Okay, gotcha. And uh, and uh, the, guy, the guy sort of closes the door and says, It is good that you have found us. We are few in number, but we are growing. The time since Aridan's disappearance has seen a great weakening of humanity. Now that he is returning, we will be able to take back what we have lost. Are you prepared? Yes, I have heard a great deal about the corruption of the nation of Cheliax. It's turning to devil worship. Yes. It's abandoning of Aridan's principles. Yes, they... They were some of the first to turn away, and of course they would be. Chelish lines had long been tainted with devil blood. I hear that there were creatures like tieflings walking among them for hundreds of years, even before Eridan was lost. Ah. Uh. And so Cheliax will be the first to burn. For their lack of faith. I but then, there are so many nations that Eridan's grace did not touch. Once Cheliax has been punished. We can certainly turn our attention to places that resisted before. Well, like Kyanet and the Five Kings Mountains. Uh, uh, no, no. Yes. It is why, coming soon. Why would we destroy what has been built? Destroy? No. There we is no... Aridin is, is not a god of destruction. Aridin is a god that uplifts 
He finds what is what is being used improperly and turns it toward a greater purpose. You, you would... You would destroy Cheliax. You would, you would de- punish the unfaithful. You would destroy Kyanan. Kyanan has never had the opportunity to be blessed with Eridan's grace. Unia, the... the it's um, becoming hold on, a- hold on. Oh, sorry, sorry. Uh, we haven't actually said what Kyan and, and the oh, Five Kings sorry. Mountains and things sorry. like that are. Uh, so we, we've we've established Cheliax's. Uh, do you want to roll knowledge geography on Kyan and Five Kings? Yes, please. Yeah. Uh, I know you know you get it, but knowledge geography. Oh, they got a minus one to that. I don't know if they can do that. Uh, you can try. It's, yeah. it's not a hard they check. Can try. Uh, all right. Fourteen. Yeah, um, okay. you will know. You will know that Kyanin is an elven nation uh, near Lake and Carthen, uh, and the Five Kings Mountains are a dwarven nation uh, that also uh, borders like Andoran and Druma, uh, places that were sort of at the edge of the Chelish Empire, but you know they were independent. Druma was also independent. Uh, uh, the Five Kings Mountains being a coalition of dwarven citadels that sort of all uh, band together in times of need, but are usually kind of independent. But you're noticing a theme to what this guy is saying. Uh, Aradin is a god of humanity and for humanity, but must that be at the expense of others? Only those that scheme against humanity. Those who abandoned humanity in the Age of Darkness. That is why Aridan has taken the form of the Shadow. To remind them of the darkness that they abandoned us to. No. Aridan has taken the form of a Shadow to remind us he is with us always. Hmm. When you see uh, a few people starting to come out uh, of the edges, perhaps you were not ready. Perhaps you are not ready. And uh, a few people are coming out with, like, clubs and things. Like, maybe you should leave. Unia's gonna take off their disguise. The prophet of Eridan stands before you. Uh, A few of them, like, pull back and go, what? Uh, The guy guy you've been talking to goes, don't listen to them. This is some sort of trick. I do not need to deceive you. I need to make you understand. I'm going to cast Shadow Conjuration that will terrify these people, but not kill them. Do you want to just roll an Intimidate check? Yes, I will roll an Intimidate check. I'm benefiting from Concealment due to Dim Light or Darkness. Uh, so it's a plus four... Fuck. <laughs> okay. Eight? <laughs> All right. And uh, one of them kind of laughs and goes, call yourself a prophet. Um, you don't see the glory of Aridan as it truly was. And uh, then they are going to come at you with pipes and things. And we will pick up next time. Oh, my God. <laughs> You know, the cult's not going so well. No! Oh no! 
It's a human supremacist cult. Oh, fuck. <laughs> On curse. On the curse. On the crimson throne. You know what they say, never meet your heroes. Especially if you're really shitty people and your hero has a problem with that. To Have and To Roll is produced by David Clark and Katie Dukshire. The Curse of the Crimson Throne and the Pathfinder role-playing game are property of Paizo and are used in accordance with their community use policy. This session featured sound effects from Sirenscape. To see how you can use Sirenscape to enhance your own games, check out Sirenscape.com. This session also features music from Michael Gelfi Audio, including The Ascension of Arthur and Siren's Lullaby. Link in the description. We are on Twitter at To Have and To Roll. Rain is at Rain Zero. That's R-A-N-E and the number zero. Daft is at Daft Prodigy. Mike is on Twitter at Prince underscore O underscore spades. You can also check out Mike's streaming channel over on twitch.tv slash the underscore Prince underscore of underscore spades. We are also on Tumblr to have to roll.tumblr.com. We will be back in two weeks as Unia confronts some folks who haven't really taken the resurgence of Aridin in the way they had hoped and the rest of the party tries to make it through Veldrain unscathed. Will the cover of night be able to get anything under control? Find out next time. Bye! I've noticed this in recapping episodes. Ophelia gets naked, like, a lot. To, to be fair to her, this time she had her entire body remade. Yeah, but, like, there, there's, there's been a lot of times Ophelia has just ended up naked. There's, there, was the, there was the time that she turned into a were-rat. Yeah. Um, there was obviously the time with Trinia. Uh, <laughs> and then there was, uh, I believe there have been a few other times, too. <laughs> But she's just ended up naked. I, I, I don't, I don't think it's been, I don't think it's been that many times. <laughs> uh, I mean, clearly, if I had a nickel for every time Ophelia was naked in the show. I, I'd have, I think, four nickels, <laughs> I have which four isn't a lot, but it's weird that it's happened four times. <laughs> okay.